Making connections, affecting the culture, just doing life. It's Engage Magazine on American Family Radio. Wesley, I don't know about you, but I tend to compartmentalize my life, right? So when I'm when I'm at work, I think work, and I, my brain is on work. I'm thinking about work and deadlines. But when I go home, I, I leave work, mm-hmm. right? Mentally, I, I leave work at work, and then I'm home. The problem with this kind of mentality uh, is that it goes into my spiritual realm as well. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. so so I, I think carpentamizing. That's no, terrible. Almost said carpe diem there from me. I was yeah, like, yeah, yeah. okay, where are we going yeah. with this, Wesley? I don't think that's the problem as much as it is when you say that you when it leaks into your spiritual life. Yeah, well, but we but we have that tendency, right? I mean, we we tend to think, okay, well, this is Sunday, so this is church day, so right. this is spiritual day, and I'm thinking about spiritual things. But then Monday we come to work, and it's almost like we forget. All of the things that we heard on Sunday, we forget mm-hmm. the applications and, and the conviction that we felt on Sunday. And so sure. we tend to, but it goes even beyond that because we also tend to think of our lives in these compartments of we've got the secular things going on. We have our hobbies, we have our work, we have our entertainment, and then we have our spiritual things where, you know, we may put our family in that. We will definitely put our church, our sure. fellowship, and things like that. So we tend to compartmentalize our life in a lot of different ways and maybe i'm alone in doing that i know it's a kind of a guy thing too it is a guy thing now if you're going to keep using that word you're going to have to find we're going to have to find another word that works the same could i say boxing boxing yeah because we put everything into boxes (laughs) right so but here's the thing we have a guy in studio uh bert harper uh now brother bert you are a whole bunch of things here at AFA. <laughs> uh, Long title, short salary. There you go. <laughs> there you go. You know. And on the uh, b- back up a little bit because before he came on staff here at American Family Association, he was a full time pastor mm-hmm. for, for twenty seven years. Thirty seven years. Thirty twenty eight in the same church. That's yeah. right. And then he was on the board at AFA, and now Pastor Bert Harper and Alex McFarland do a radio program at 3 p.m. Central Time on American Family Radio called Exploring the Word as they walk through this passage of Scripture. Now, tell us a little bit about that program and where and they can find it more on AF4 because what do y'all do in that program? We go through the Scriptures. Most of the time we take a Bible, you know, just a Bible book and go through it. If they're longer, we'd speed it up. When they're shorter, we're more deliberate mm-hmm. uh, because you get stalled with long books. But and you're on we, radio. Yeah, on the radio. We just open up the Word of God, guys, yeah. and what does the Bible say? And then we take questions. And that's, yeah, and where, that's a really fun part yeah. when you take questions because yeah. you, you catch never up know your, what you're going to get. Yeah, you catch and up on your prayer life yeah, at that great. point in time. You don't compartmentalize sure. that. I guarantee yeah. you, you go to the Lord in that. Well, the timing is great, too, at 3 p.m. Central Time because you take a break from the other programs that are issue-driven and then you come to a program that we provide on AF4 that's uh, it starts with the scripture, scripture driven. So it's a really good program. It breaks up the middle of the day and what we do here at AF4. And so go check that out at AF4.net. You can you can find podcasts there you for sure the can. program. And they title them real well. Whatever passage of scripture they're studying, they'll title it. So if you're really interested in in a place in Ephesians, you can scroll back far enough and find one there. Yeah, absolutely. Now, uh, brother Bert, today we. We folk, we're focusing on this divide between sacred and secular. And I right. think it's something that, you know, it's kind of common uh, to hear that discussion had. Um, but what do we mean when we say that there's a divide between sacred and secular? Well, man was not made to be that way. We're made right. as but a Right, but it's whole. a myth that we yeah, have accepted. Yeah. The Bible talks about we're fearfully and wonderfully made. What that means, we're made all together. What one does affects the other. 
but we as men are able to separate it more than females. Mm-hmm. Now, that is truth because the way we're wired, our yeah, minds. So, so if you're listening today and you're a female, let's just say this. You may not be you know, guilty of the compartmentalization that we're talking about, but maybe it will help you understand how and why men think the way we do. Well, the whole idea you've heard about waffles, men think, you know, waffles mm-hmm. or boxes and, and women, spaghetti, all things together, they run together. Women, especially, we could learn something from our females, and that is that we need to get this fixed before we jump into the next thing. Yep. Men, we, we said, okay, I'm finished with that, and we're not, and yep. we move on. Sure. Uh, females are able to put those together better than we. So they're, uh, you know, they've got strengths that we don't have, but the strength of men is we're able to get a job done at work when things at home are difficult and hard. Right. We, we can kind yeah. of separate. Well, and yeah. that is a strength because we that can't separate that and we can say, okay, I am here now. I'm doing what I've got to do here. That's and, right. And, and this that's is a strength, focus. but it's also a weakness. Right. It's like modern medicine. I tell folks it's a blessing for modern medicine, but also it's got difficulties with it because sure. we have people living lives that because of medication mm-hmm. uh, that years ago, they would have gone on to be of the Lord, and uh, they're there with difficulties. It's it's one of those things. Blessings and difficulties come from the same strengths. Yeah, Mm -hmm. absolutely. So let me ask you this. You you talked about how we're uh, fearfully and wonderfully made, but there again, we have, and I think sometimes we don't realize we've bought into the myth of, of dividing sacred and secular, but let's look at what Scripture says. Ephesians one twenty two says that God has placed all things under Christ's feet, and Paul uh, elsewhere in First Corinthians ten thirty one says says this, and I think it's so applicable. So whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do all to the glory of God. Amen. So it doesn't matter. Scripture does not allow us the liberty of dividing uh, our spiritual lives from our what do we want to call it. Our, Every other aspect of our life, right? Well, because what, it is all connected. What I've done in some of the conferences my wife and I do, I have. Which we're going to talk about. Yeah, in the next I segment. have a PowerPoint where I show how we want to list it. We want to list it horizontally: God, family, work, play. Mm-hmm. Okay, but if you'd take that vertically and list God at the top, mm-hmm. and put everything else under God. No matter what you're doing, if you're with your wife, if you're at work, God's a part of it. That way, you it helps. I'm a, I'm a visual kind of guy. Yeah, a lot of people and, are. And when I see that, that God is over it all and in it all, you remember that scripture? Yep. Mm-hmm. Then you don't seem to have this separation of secular and, and spiritual because as a spiritual being— Everything I am is a part of that. Do, do you think that when we do fall into the uh, into the myth of separating sacred and secular, is that a sin we need to repent of? I do, uh, because what it happens, going back into politics years ago, Bill Clinton, uh, they said he was the king to be able to compartmentalize, you know, because he could do it and separate everything. That meant his his spiritual life, his sexual life, his work life, his family life. And it was all separate, and we accepted it. Well, that's the way it is. Mm. And that really, it was that way before, but after his episode with Monica Lewinsky, it really began to happen. You're listening to Gage Magazine on Maker Family Radio. That voice you just heard in the studio with us is Pastor Burt Harper, who runs a radio program here at AFR and a full-time employee here 
Uh, called, the radio program called Exploring the Word, found on weekday programs from uh, 3 p.m. to 4 p.m. Central Time. You Which can, you are a guest every once in a while, guest host. Yeah, I'm a guest host every now and then. <laughs> I get the feeling for either Alex or Bert, whoever's on town, out of town at the time, so I, I enjoy that privilege. Now, this program that we're discussing now, we're talking about the secular divide and Christianity. Now, in the next segment, we'll have Pastor Bert Harper on. He'll continue on with our interview here, and we're going to discuss a fishbowl retreat for pastors and youth pastors that's coming up that he's going to be hosting that he does annually. So we want you to be a part of that. So stay tuned for the next segment, and you'll find out more information about that because everybody in the ministry could use a retreat, and we have one coming up just for you. Yeah, it's absolutely a wonderful retreat. And Brother Bert, you and I, we talked about this off air a little bit, and and I loved your perspective. Now, I don't want to go out and say that you are elderly, Brother Bert, <laughs> uh, but you have been around a little bit longer than Wesley or I. I wrote have. an article about not doing that, and I put that up on Engage. Did you not actually read that? You know You're the editor. You know what? Brother Bert has an article on Engage right now. It's uh, ten ways you can pray for your pastor. Yes. It's a great article, Brother Bert. Uh, but your view of history is really interesting to me in this regard because you say that men, man especially, has not always had the compartmentalization between work and family. Uh, Talk to us for just a little bit about that. Well, I first discovered it in the Bible. You know, being a pastor, I spent time in the Word, and I noticed, man, it talks about walking as you walk by the way. You're to teach your children, book Mm -hmm. of Deuteronomy. Mm -hmm. And I said, how in the world can you do that unless you spend time with them? And I started looking at an agrarian society that I grew up on. I grew up on a farm. I worked beside my dad. I I played beside my dad because we would inter interact uh, sure. in the fields of hauling hay, hauling corn, all the things you do, and uh, so we were there all the time. And so in the Bible uh, times, you find the blacksmith shop was behind. Uh, are there the the house of the blacksmith shop in the home were side mm-hmm. by side the little market in a town Mm -hmm. the people lived in the house upstairs if you ever watch a little house on the prairie right you'll find out the richest people in town the olsons they had their store but their family dwelling was behind and above Mm -hmm. and so everything was intertwined and today it's completely separated yeah and the thing is back in the day like that um, you know, we, we tend, and it's just like you were talking about earlier, how it's both a blessing and it has some difficulty because back in those days, the kids would do what daddy did, right? So if your dad was a blacksmith, typically, didn't always happen, but typically you became a blacksmith. At least you learned the skill, right? which you is a blessing, but also it could limit you. You can limit you. It absolutely can. And today we have, you know, a ton of different opportunities and jobs available to us, but we, I think, have lost some of that multi-generational uh, type of skill because then that is, that is a legitimate skill trade that we're talking about with things like blacksmiths mm-hmm. and things like that. In the Bible, it even showed about the, when it talks about the bridegroom going, preparing the house, mm-hmm. usually at the beginning, it was just a room on the side of the father. And if you were to go to Israel today and you looked at uh, dwellings, you'd find out there may be two or three stories high, and you'd see the bricks similar, but a little the story above would be a little different mm-hmm. because the next generation would live up there and the older generation uh, would live below. Multi-generational yeah. in relationships. Now, here's a question for you. Do you try to compartmentalize your spiritual life with your marital life? That's going to be the topic of the next of the next segment with Brother Bert, where we focus on fishbowl retreat and how we can uh, 
kind of join our lives and our married lives. It's going to be an interesting discussion. You're not going to want to miss it, so stay tuned.